Time to check in with Bill Thielman. Bill is a former Vancouver City Council candidate and a veteran BC political strategist and campaigner. He's been filling in for Keith Baldry for us this week. Hey, Bill. Hey, Mike. Thanks for coming on. This is really interesting. Let's start with BC politics here now and the continuing troubles here for BC United. This is the official opposition party. Of course, formerly the BC Liberal Party. They changed their name and... It doesn't seem to be working here, Bill. You take a look at these opinion polls here, man. These guys are in a lot of trouble. Your thoughts? Well, you know, the funny thing I find, Mike, is that Kevin Falcon, the leader, said he's frankly not very concerned about that. No. Uh, You know, it's only been six months since they changed their name. It's going to take some time and blah, blah, blah. And I think, wow, you're you're smoking in the dynamite shed right now. (laughs) I mean, there's poll after poll. The last one uh, had the uh, conservatives, B.C. conservatives under John Rusted, their new leader, at 25%, uh, Kevin Falk and BC United at 19%. Uh, I mean, you know, they, they sound like a, a U.S. Uh, or Amer- I'd say a U.K. football team, and they're going to get relegated to a lower league if they're not careful. Okay, well, here's, here's Kevin Falcon explaining why he wanted to change the name. He said people were confused about the name BC Liberal. Let's have a listen, then I'll get your thoughts. It's more about whether whether it sometimes creates genuine confusion that some in the public just genuinely think federal politics immediately so if they see you know a bc liberal name and they think oh yeah i I don't vote liberal i vote conservative or whatever the case may be then they mistakenly often vote for another party when they meant to actually vote for you know a private sector driven economy party like ours okay so he says people are confused bill this is this is the reason maybe they look at the name bc liberal and they say i don't want to vote for Justin Trudeau or whoever, they're confused. I don't know. Were people really that confused by it? Well, they won three elections in a row with the same name. I mean, you know, I I just, it kind of boggles the mind. I think what happened was initially, as you remember, uh, being a student of politics, the B.C. liberals were were zilch, nothing. And then suddenly in 1991, as the Social Credit Party was imploding, uh, Gordon Wilson and the B.C. liberals became the opposition. They won a whole bunch of seats. And then Gordon Campbell took over the party and and he won. And Christy Clark won as a B.C. liberal premier. So I think they'd pretty much neutralized or inoculated themselves against that name. But Kevin Falcon, you know, really is a federal conservative, and he he didn't like it. And, you know, could they have picked a better name earlier? Maybe. But uh, I don't think this is working. And and the other piece is, you know, from uh, corporate identities and when a a company changes a name, it's a lot of work. You've got a lot of advertising, a lot of uh, education to do for a long period of time. I don't think they've budgeted or, or planned for this. Yeah, and he was on the show recently, Kevin Falcon, the BC United leader, and I just asked him straight up, this thing looks like it has backfired on you. Do you regret this name change? Here's what he told me. Do I regret having that new name? Absolutely not, because I actually think United is a really, really important message. Yes, it'll take time for the public to figure that out. Okay, so he says, look, you just got to be patient here. The public will figure it out. Well, I don't know. We're, what were you, a year out from an election here? <laughs> Not a lot yeah. of time left here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I mean, it may work out in the long term. It may not. We've seen in Saskatchewan, for example, we had the Saskatchewan Party beset with scandals. Many of their MLAs went to jail. It was pretty bad. So they became the Saskatchewan Party, basically. And they've they've prospered with that. We've seen in Alberta, uh, the, uh, what is it, United Alberta Conservative United Party. Conservatives, right? Yeah. So, they, you know, so it's possible to do it. It's just I think that they've left it. <laughs> Not not much runway left on this plane to take off, and they don't seem to be advertising at the level that you need to do 
for public identity. The other problem they've got, Mike, is you know folks like you and I and Keith Baldry, we follow politics all the time. Ordinary voters don't. And so, you know, are you going to get their attention before the election? And then is it too late then? Okay, and of course, you've got the B.C. Conservative Party now surging, mm-hmm. so it makes it even worse here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and, you know, the, the, the so-called Free Enterprise Coalition has always tried to stay out of federal politics because it wants to bring in federal liberals and federal conservatives. But when both parties have the same name, basically, <laughs> provincially, even though they're not connected, they're not actually the same party, but uh, they have yeah. the same names, it, it, does, it is confusing. There's no question yeah. about that. But whether B.C. United uh, ends that confusion or creates more confusion is the problem he's got. Okay, Bill, speaking of Saskatchewan, let's take a look at what's going on over there with the Saskatchewan government's uh, gender pronoun policy in schools here. In this Bill 137, this is the Parental Bill of Rights in Saskatchewan. This would require schools to receive consent from parents if a child asks for to be uh, addressed with a new gender-related name or pronoun the parent would have to be advised and receive consent. And this particular bill was uh, subject of an injunction by a, a, a judge in Saskatchewan. So then Saskatchewan Premier Scott Moe turned around and said, look, we're going forward with this law and we will use the notwithstanding clause in the Constitution to do it. Let's listen to him here. We were dismayed uh, with uh, what we see as uh, the judicial overreach uh, in this case. Uh, We are going to return to the legislature. Uh, We are going to uh, focus on this piece of legislation, introduce it, um, pass it uh, with the notwithstanding clause. Bill, your thoughts? Well, it's very interesting because we talked a little bit about this in terms of the B.C. Conservatives and and John Rustin, the leader, started off his first uh, period, uh, question period, uh, a question was about uh, this exact issue in SOGI or uh, the uh, orientation and gender identity in schools program and said he was yeah. opposed to it and caused an uproar. <clears throat> well, a poll out by Leger said across Canada said nearly half of Canadians support Saskatchewan using the notwithstanding clause to ensure schools tell parents if their child wishes to use a different name or pronoun. So there is a lot of support for this, much more than I, I have to admit. I was a bit surprised when I saw this poll. A lot more than you would think. And also, it's it's not so good news for David Eby uh, and the NDP Premier and Kevin Falcon and the BC United that John Rustad may be onto something. Well, I wonder if it's a vote driver, though. I mean, how critical an issue is it? Like, I'm listening to the NDP opposition party in Saskatchewan saying that they feel like this is just a, a political move by scott moe and that saskatchewan government here that this is not a top of mind issue for a lot of people it's not like people are demanding this type of law i don't i don't know maybe this poll suggests otherwise yeah i I don't know it it doesn't mean uh, it has saliency as we say in in politics it it might be an issue where people have an opinion but it's not really a strong you know strong thing for them but when you compare it uh, again in this poll they said well uh, what about discussing uh, alcohol and drugs? 82% support that. Racism, 80%. Climate change, 78%. Uh, reconciliation with ind- Indigenous people, 74%. But, you know, 48% said sexual orientation should be uh, discussed in the classrooms across the school. So it's not <clears throat> it's not anywhere near those other topics. And it's it just indicates a split. Where it really becomes important in, in an election is, are there 5 or 10% of people in B.C. or in another province or across the country, who for this that this is a vote determining issue, and that makes a difference in a close election. 
Okay, speaking of some uh, interesting and very difficult and tricky politics, Bill, let's finish up with the, the war in Israel and the domestic politics we're seeing unfolding here in Canada. And this is a tricky one, particularly for, uh, I think, the NDP. They have a, a federal NDP policy convention coming up here. It's been noted that they seem to have conspicuously avoided any talk about the situation in Israel here, maybe because they don't want to inflict more divisions. We had that situation in Ontario, where a member of the provincial parliament in Ontario, NDP MPP Sarah Jama, had put out a statement uh, saying free Palestine after the Hamas attack, attack on Israel. And boy, what an uproar in Ontario over that. Let's listen to Andrea Freeman here, president of the Jewish Federations of Ottawa, criticizing this MP here. It is appalling that that particular MPP is choosing to blame the victims in all of this. Hamas is a terrorist entity, labeled a terrorist entity by our government. They conducted a massacre of, of civilians. They- okay, as an MPP, member of provincial parliament in Ontario. Now, she did apologize uh, uh, under a lot of pressure. Bill, your thoughts on the politics around this? Yeah, well, I think that, you know, everyone in politics or just generally are should be treading very carefully because obviously the situation in Gaza as we speak today uh, could end up with a dramatic humanitarian crisis if, if Israel invades and they've told a million people that you have 24 hours to move out. Well, where are you going to yeah. go? The, the, the little strip of land is very small. So we could see worse, but the, the outrageous absolute uh, bloodbath that Hamas inflicted on innocent people is, you know, it's just un, uh, absolutely beyond any kind of uh, Paul whatsoever. And so when you say, well, free Palestine, and you don't mention the Hamas murders, I think that was uh, just a huge mistake. She's apologized, of course, and, and as she should, and uh, even her own party leader called on her to apologize and didn't last yes. very long. For the NDP, I mean, they decided uh, all of their priority resolutions before Hamas launched its attack on Israel. So I suspect, and I think some party people are saying, there'll be some kind of resolution, but I don't think it'll be controversial. What what may be is that there are, you know, some people in the NDP uh, at that convention, delegates, uh, not speaking for governments or not speaking for the party, but they may well take uh, to the microphones and, and raise some issues that will cause uh, some difficulty for the party. I suspect the NDP, like all other parties, will support Israel and, 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 and criticize Hamas. But it's one of those sensitive issues. And there's some other issues there, too. I mean, that the whole confidence and supply agreement that uh, that Jagmeet Singh, the leader, and, and uh, Justin Trudeau have uh, signed until 2025, some people in the NDP don't think it's a good idea. And so that might come up, too, might be embarrassing as well. They don't think it's a good idea to keep propping up Trudeau? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not everybody was in favor pull... it at the time. I think that Jagmeet yeah. Singh and his caucus will show, hey, we're, we're, we're getting some stuff. We've got dental care. We're getting medic. We're going to get a pharmacare program, we yeah. think, et cetera. So there's, there's benefits for sure. I, you know, I think the majority of, of delegates will support it. But, again, some people will say, hey, this isn't, uh, this isn't a great idea. Uh, and we saw that Ed Broadbent came out and said it should have been a shorter agreement by a year. So when Ed Broadbent says he's got an issue, I, I think some people will be listening. Let's go right to your phone calls, Jim and Coquitlam. Hi, Jim. Go ahead. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Go ahead. I think the Liberals made the biggest mistake doing what they did. I mean, where do they get their advice from, Doctor Seuss? Why would they <laughs> change their name? We uh, we know them as that, and us 
and I'm a liberal supporter. Uh, sometimes I'm afraid to say that amongst my friends, but I really am. But uh, this was a huge mistake. Nobody understands who the liberals are anymore. Yeah, I, I do think it's, it seems to be blowing up in them. Bill, your thoughts? Yeah, there's just, you know, if it was one poll once, that would be, you know, perhaps a rogue poll or something. But we've had four or five polls in a row. We also know in a real by-election over in uh, your neck of the woods in, in uh, Juan de Fuca there, the Conservatives came in second. <laughs> United yeah. came in fourth, I think. And uh, so when real people voted, you would think if you wanted to make sure the name was understood. You'd put in a big effort there to, uh, um, you know, to advertise locally. It'd be a lot cheaper to advertise locally and make sure people knew. There was a low turnout, so to be fair. I mean, I'm not saying Kevin Falcon and the BC Net are going to disappear or something. They're not going to be a factor. They are going to be a big factor, but they've got a lot of work ahead of them, and they're, yes. they've dug themselves into a hole of a year from an election. Yeah, for sure. Dave in North Van. Hi, Dave. Go ahead. I think the the name is not as big a factor. I mean, for a lot of conservative federal conservatives, we always kind of hold our nose when we have to vote BC Liberal, knowing that it was a coalition. But now they've got, you know, we got rid of the BC cons uh, leader, and he's quite strong, and and plus probably a factor. Um, so yeah. divided they divided they fall. There's zero chance of them winning uh, if they don't join up again. Yeah, it's, it certainly looks that way right now, Bill. Yeah, I, I like what uh, Dave was saying. A lot of uh, federal conservatives, of course, supported the B.C. Liberals. They understood that this is a party of so-called free enterprise or whatever, the right side of the fence. Uh, and yeah. so they just would do that. And and I think that, um, you know, now you've got a situation where, uh, you know, they can vote conservative twice, once federally and once provincially. And if John Rustad plays his cards right and uh, and tries to expand his party, um, he may get a lot of benefit. You also know people vote for a Green Party. They hardly know anything about it, but they just think, oh, Green, you know, it's environmental good. I'll vote Green. Royce in Montrose. Hi, Royce. Go ahead. Hi there. Um, I'm thinking if the Liberal NDP arrangement fell apart, we'd probably have another election, and we'd just end up with a minority with a different party sitting closer to the front of the House. You're talking, NDP, you're talking federal. You're talking about a federal election, right? Federal election, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not sure, so sure about that because if you take a look at the federal opinion polls, Bill and Polyev looks like he's poised to win a majority here. Yeah, he is, and uh, certainly would be in very strong contention. The NDP have kept their their vote up as well, which is actually uh, it's one of these contradictory things that you get in politics. The Conservatives want the NDP to be strong because it, it eats into Liberal support, they think, and so uh, a Liberal NDP split on the center to left leaves them the whole right flank and that's uh, that's yeah. where they can make uh, a lot of gains so they don't have to go i mean but the numbers right now you know if polyev's around 40 41 42 uh, that's almost for sure a majority government yeah for sure George, uh bill thank you for coming on my today. pleasure